You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's another beautiful day for baseball in Los Angeles. Baseball podcast. Josh Schaefer and Blake Harris cover everything Dodgers right here on Inside the Ravine. How is it going, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of Inside the Ravine. Joining me, as always, from a different location, as always, my co-host, Josh Schaefer. I'm your host, Blake Harris. Josh, where are you uh, recording live from this morning? This actually isn't a new location. I am in Arizona. I have done several shows here before, but the place where I'm at has rearranged this exact room. Um, so this is the best spot where I can get halfway decent lighting and an elevated, uh, camera. So, um, it used to have a different, uh, orientation. Now we're, we're back, but it looks a little bit different. Well, there you go. And, uh, a new location to celebrate a new Dodger because Josh, it seems like we were just recording an episode like this, celebrating the signing of a new member of the 2024 Dodgers. And, uh, the off season continues to surprise the Dodgers, not official yet because they're going to have to make some 40-man roster move, have reportedly agreed to a deal with Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the number one starting pitcher available on the free agent market, considered by many to be already one of the best pitchers in all of the world. He was one of the better pitchers in Japan. He comes over 12 years, $325 million is the reported contract, reportedly a couple of opt-outs. I think as of this morning, we still don't know when exactly those opt-outs are going to be just yet. Uh, reportedly, no deferred money, so he's just going to be getting $27, 28000000 million a year, however the contract looks. Josh, I know all offseason we've been talking about Shohei Otani, Yamamoto, a bunch of other free agents. I know when we did our show back in, I think, November, we each became the GM of the Dodgers. We gave out our master plan on what we would do if we became GM, and I believe I had signed Shohei, signed Yamamoto as my one and two, but I didn't think it was a realistic possibility. I thought definitely getting one was a possibility, but the Dodgers, uh, this goes down as one of the greatest off-seasons in the history of the franchise because two guys, two superstars for over $1 billion. Right now, they just have to do something with it. Um, you know, we, we both agreed. Priority number one is Shohei Otani. And number two on that list is signing Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Um, and the Dodgers did both of those things. And and you're right. You, you kind of coined it yesterday, the billion-dollar Dodgers. So I'm, I'm down for that. Um, move over, Bronx Bombers. It's the billion-dollar Dodgers now. But the problem now is if you're spending a billion dollars on two players, essentially, um, you've got to do something with it. Um, and I think that obviously a lot of people have been have been going – crazy on social media saying like Dodgers have to win now they have to win now what if they don't win now you know we joke about it a lot you know Dodgers fans are more critical of the team than anybody but if we're being completely honest and I texted this to somebody yesterday 
the expectation for the Dodgers this year after signing Yamamoto went from win the World Series to win the World Series. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's the expectation no matter what at the, with the way that the roster was set up. It was like that last year. Like, we, we you know, we went into the season saying like, oh, you know, I always say this, the Dodgers made these low-risk, high-reward um, free agent signings and trades throughout the season at the deadline. But ultimately, they made all of these moves to still make them a World Series contender. The expectation was still to win the World Series, but they made all of those moves as we expected and as we know now with Shohei Otani and others in mind. So they did all of that last year. They accomplished you know, all of these moves to make themselves contenders, and they were. The expectation was to win a World Series, and they got swept by the Diamondbacks in the first round. They just didn't have it. The Diamondbacks deserved the series win, and they went all the way to the World Series. That expectation has not changed, though. And now that you add these two guys, these two superstars, that expectation is still the same. Um, so I think that the Dodgers, <coughs> excuse me, the Dodgers have obviously um, put a lot of money forward, over a billion dollars. Every other team in baseball combined has spent less than $900 million. Um, I think that's going to change dramatically now that the top two guys on the market are gone. I think that there's going to be a massive, you know, spending spree over the course of the next week or two. Um, and that's something that we can even cover in a future show. But ultimately what the Dodgers did was they put these two guys as one and two on their top priorities list. And they went out and they got both of them in that order. Yeah. The reason I'm, you know, not worried about the expectations for the Dodgers this year is because you hit it, Josh, every year for the last six, seven years, it's been world series or bust. Last year, it was World Series or bust. The year before, it was World Series or bust. And this upcoming season, it's going to be World Series or bust. So nothing changes. I mean, the Dodgers are the favorite the favorite to win the World Series. We're all expecting them to at least make it and win. So nothing really changes in regards to that. But yesterday was a crazy day. It's not quite at the level of what the Shohei Otani saga was like on that final day where people were tracking his plane to Toronto and there were reports that he already signed. But yesterday was a little bit crazy. I mean, earlier in the day, there was a report that the Giants were officially ruled out, so people were kind of starting to speculate, is his decision maybe, you know, reaching the final stages? And then there was a report that Shohei Otani and Yoshi Yamamoto were going to be in the owner's suite at the Rams-Saints game on Thursday Night Football. You and I were going back and forth on that, going, wow, is Stan Kroenke out here doing his best recruiting job right now? And that was a fun 30 minutes. Then it got debunked. Then it was, oh, Yamamoto is not going to be joining Shohei at the Rams game. Why is that? What's the deal with that? Is he flying back to New York to potentially make a deal? A lot of people were kind of, you know, worrying what's going on here. Then a guy from Barstool comes out and tweets, hey, He's signing with the Yankees for essentially what Garrett Cole's contract is, and a lot of people are thinking, oh boy, he's, he's going to be signing with the Yankees. It's all over. Then a report came out from, I think, a New York Post guy a couple hours later saying the Dodgers and the Yankees are considered the two finalists. No decision is made, but they expect a decision either tonight or tomorrow. So then everyone's thinking, okay, here it comes. And then, of course, Josh, perfect timing as always. It's date night over here, and my girlfriend and I go and see a movie. And I was going to tweet out right before I saw the movie saying, all right, about to see this movie. If Yamamoto can just hold off for the next two hours, that would be ideal. I enjoy the movie. It's a great rom-com. The movie ends. I check my phone. I have about 25 text messages, nothing but notifications, and I'm trying to catch up. And the first thing I see is a text from you, and I think it was saying, we got him. Or something along those lines. Let me check what exactly how you worded it was. Oh, no, it was, oh, let's go. 
And I didn't have to uh, check to see what that was because I knew what it was. So I saw the old notifications, Dodgers to get Yamamoto. I spent the next two hours catching up on about two hours worth of Twitter, uh, you know, messages and tweets that I didn't see. And uh, yeah, Yamamoto, Yamamoto is a Dodger. Josh, what was your uh, what was your story? What were you doing when you got the notification that uh, Yami well, was coming to the Dodgers? You just throwing out like three nicknames in a row. Did you just coin all those yourself? I think I might have. Wow. Cause, so, Yoshi, have you seen that anywhere, or did you just say it? A lot of people have been saying Yoshi. They really like that one. Okay. But I, I, I created I, Yami. I like Yami. Yami. Interesting. So, um, I think that it's funny because the way that we've talked about it, and I think I told you the same thing about the Shohei signing, was when, you know, leading up to it, I kind of had this thought in my mind, even last year, that, the Dodgers were going to be the prime candidates to get Shohei, and they were. And and obviously, I thought that the Dodgers were going to get him. Um, but then, you know, there's the Blue Jays rumors, and that all swirls, and then that kind of delays things. So then, when the Dodgers signed Shohei, it was kind of just like that. It was such a roller coaster 24 hours that it was kind of that relief to hear. Um, but ultimately, you know, I, I did think that the Dodgers were going to get him. And it was the same thing with Yamamoto. And for me, it was kind of just – I wasn't on Twitter – I was uh, I was doing some work last night, um, kind of just hanging out. It was a chill evening and uh, wasn't on Twitter. Didn't see it. Didn't see any of the rumors or anything. Just got the notification on my phone. So like you, I was preoccupied um, and got the notification on my phone, which immediately was like, no way. Um, but again, you know, we talked about this on our last show. Like I thought the Dodgers were going to get him. People have asked me, like, I think he goes to the Yankees. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just think that the show, I, I could have gone either way. Once the Dodgers signed Shohei, I thought it was a for sure thing. Um, and then especially when we saw that he was going to be at the Rams game and then he wasn't at the Rams game, thought that maybe that had kind of deterred things a little bit. But ultimately, um, what sticks out to me is kind of the same thing as Shohei. Um, Shohei was reportedly offered a, a, an identical or close to identical offer from the Giants, chose to go with the Dodgers, chose to de- defer all that money um, for a later date so that the Dodgers could still have a bunch of funds to go out and sign free agents and and improve the team. And then another thing that stands out for me is the Dodgers land Yamamoto for 12 years, 325 million, but he was offered basically an identical offer from the Mets and turned it down to sign with the Dodgers. So that's two teams that have offered, if not the exact same contract, something very, very similar that these two guys turned down to play with the Dodgers. And I think that bodes well, um, for this team going forward, because I think that stands out. Like these guys want to be here, um, which is, which I think is super encouraging going forward. Um, I, I still think that there's work to do. Obviously it all has to, to pan out in the long run. Um, you know, I hate to even put this in the universe, but injuries happen. As we know, guys go through slumps. The team has choked in the playoffs at an, an infinite amount in the last couple of years, other than 2020. Like we know all of the, the bad things that could happen. Um, and basically, you know, for, for the Dodgers, it's just about making sure that they're, that they can capitalize on these opportunities and that's easier said than done. Um, but I think right now the Dodgers are piecing together one of the most insane off seasons, um, in league history up to this point, just with two signings, but forget about who those guys are. I mean, spending a a billion dollars with a B in one off season is, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Especially when you've gotten the off seasons we got in recent years, more recently last year with Noah Syndergaard, David Peralta. I guess that was our punishment 
for having to get to this offseason. But I agree, Josh. I I was still kind of favoring the Dodgers the entire way in the Yamamoto sweepstakes just because there were so many different factors at play. Obviously, the report that he grew up a Dodgers fan, so he already had that that love for the Dodgers going back to when he was a kid, probably because of Hideo Nomo. The fact that him and Shohei are so close, the fact that Shohei was involved in the recruiting process, and the fact that the Dodgers had the available funds because of the Shohei deferrals to go out and sign Yamamoto. I wasn't expecting 325. I don't think he would get more than Garrett Cole. I, I have to go back and watch our episodes from the beginning of the offseason, or even if we talked about it earlier in the year, Maybe we were like in the ballpark of like 150 to 200 million. I remember when we started talking about him getting more than 200 million, we were kind of like, I don't know about that. I don't know about giving a guy 200 million that's never, you know, thrown over here. And now he's getting the highest, you know, contract in MLB history by a pitcher. But when you, you know, look at it year by year, it is only $27 million. That's the yeah. same that like Glasnow is getting. That's the same that Rodon's getting. So for the most part, you look at the big number and it might be a little scary, but stretched out, especially at his young age of 25, if you're getting this guy in his prime from ages 27 through 31 and you're paying him $27 million a year, that's an absolute bargain. And another thing oh, is, yeah. again, we don't know when these uh, opt-outs are. But theoretically, I mean, he could have an opt-out in five or six years, and if he lives up to the expectations, he could very well opt-out and at age 29 or 30, test the free agent market again, sign a contract with someone else, and just like that, the Dodgers aren't on the books for the rest of his $250 million. So I think it's an absolute win-win scenario. But Josh, my question to you is, we look at the rotation now where it stands. Yamamoto is probably your game one ace. Tyler Glass now is your game two guy. Then you probably go Bobby Miller game three, Walker Buehler game four, and then probably some form of rookie combination for game five, like an Emmett Sheehan, a Gavin Stone, a Michael Grove, maybe like a Ryan Yarbrough. Do you think the Dodgers still need to go out and get another starting pitcher? Or do you think they're content and are you content with how that uh, starting five looks right? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, as we saw last year, I'm not going to sit here and anticipate all five of these guys to be available all season long. It's just not going to work that way. Um, I think that the Dodgers do have some options that they can go to. Obviously, there are still some guys in the system that can be called up, similar to how um, Bobby Miller and Emmett Sheen were called up last year. And then, of course, there's a guy who has worn 22 throughout his career that is still a free agent that's not going to be available to the summer. By the way, your tweet last night was so funny. The the Willie Wonka with the, yeah, the Gene <laughs> Wilder. That was so funny, and it was so perfect. And that could be Clayton Kershaw come the summer um, when, you know, he's actually ready to play. So I think that if the Dodgers could go out and bring back Kershaw, I think your rotation is looking pretty darn good regardless of how it ends up working out. Um, the one thing that I'll say based off of, you know, the last point that you made was in terms of the money, I think you're right. The 325 really jumps out and it kind of makes you go, whoa, real quick. But then 12 years, like when you and I had talked about this, I, I don't recall saying a number. Uh, like a dollar amount. I can tell you right now, I did not expect it to be 12 years. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I said 
he could do something similar to Shohei where he comes over and it's like a six year deal. And then, who, you know, he's, he's coming over here for the first time, six years. Once that deal's up, explore, see what you can get, see where else you might want to play. Did not expect 12 years. And of course there's the opt-outs, but at least going into this season, Yamamoto, I, I would say is, is your, is, is ace like one a without ever thrown a ball in, in major league baseball before. Right after that, I'd say it's Walker Bueller. And then, you know, we'll see what happens after that because Tyler Glass now is in the mix, mix too. And he's that same caliber guy. So really, um, that's the way that the rotation works out for me right now is those five. But I think other guys can slot in where we see fit. And, and of course, I think the one that jumps out to me that, that people have forgotten, which is crazy to say right now, but Clayton Kershaw. Like, I, I sincerely think that the Dodgers should bring back Clayton Kershaw. I think they will on a team-friendly deal. And then suddenly they're in the mix by the trade deadline or the all-star break. And suddenly the Dodgers are adding Clayton Kershaw as if he's a trade deadline acquisition. I, f- I forget where I saw this on Twitter the other day, but I wanted to bring this up because I think it's actually genius. Uh, someone came up with this theory that Clayton Kershaw is not going to sign with the Dodgers until probably middle February because once spring training opens up, that's when you're able to transfer players onto the 60-day IL. So it wouldn't make sense to sign Kershaw now because then you'd have to clear room on the 40-man roster. But if they hold off and they wait until the middle of February, they can sign him and then, you know, just transfer him to the 60-day IL. So I think that's what happens. But I agree, Josh. I think as of right now, the rotation is fine. Rely on those young guys as your number five. And like you said, if Kershaw comes back in July or August, all of a sudden now Clayton Kershaw is your number five starter. So... I think the Dodgers are more than okay with that. I'm, I'm sure they're not done this offseason. They still got a couple moves still to make. But for the most part, it's an absolute win of an offseason. I don't think you could have asked for anything more. I mean, if you actually would have asked us, what's your dream offseason? I think we both would have said, would have said sign Shohei and Yamamoto. And yep. the Dodgers did that. So uh, it's going to be fun to see. And they brought Tyler too. <laughs> and Tyler Glasnow, oh, by the way, who just, you know, was thrown in there at the end. So I'm sure a lot of free agents, free agent moves are going to happen now that the dominoes have fallen. So by the time we record our next show, Josh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about. We can talk about some, you know, other potential targets we'd like to see the Dodgers go after. But Yoshinobu Yamamoto is a Dodger. Shohei Otani is a Dodger. And uh, we ride for 2024. Josh, any uh, final thoughts, words? Uh, comments before we wrap things up for today the expectations are high but they were already high and uh let's see how the rest of the offseason plays out because i think uh i think the dominoes are going to start to fall very soon those two the two big ones are 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 off the board um and now i think that there are going to be a ton of other teams who are very very active um in in pursuing players on the market i think the diamondbacks are going to be pretty pretty vocal I think the Giants are going to be pretty active. And those are just two teams in the division. There are going to be some top dogs elsewhere in, in the league that are going to sign some big players this offseason. Um, but again, you know, we talked about this on the last show too. Like once Shohei was off the board, the next one was going to come quick. And relatively speaking, you know, Yamamoto was fairly quick. But the D-backs have already started to make some moves. And I think that, now that we've got the big two off the board, I think hot stove season is officially underway. And this off season is going to start heating up very quickly for a lot of other teams. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, former Dodgers Shelby Miller signed with the Tigers this morning. So we're already rolling, Josh. We're getting hot. 
We are getting hot, but you guys can make sure to follow the show on whatever social media app you guys use. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Inside the Ravine. You guys can also catch our full episodes over on YouTube as well. If you want to listen to the show, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on Spotify, Apple, and of course on the Odyssey app. For Josh Schaefer, this has been Blake Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Celebrate with us all Christmas season long because the Dodgers got Shohei, they got Yamamoto, they got Glass now, and of course, Josh, they got Manuel Marco. So yeah, this team just keeps on adding. Give us someone else next. I need more. I need more. But again, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoy your holiday season and enjoy the rest of your week wherever you may be.